Warning, the following podcast contains violent scenes that may be unsettling to some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Hello, and welcome back to Twin Cities by Night and our third story arc, Dread. Dread is set in the Twin Cities of Minnesota, Minneapolis, and St. Paul in the hot and humid summer of 2011. Join us again and continue to follow the journey of Katow, played by Quinn, and William, played by Slavic, as they continue to traverse the dark society held within the Twin Cities. They will be joined by three new kindred, Warren, a Tremere, played by Adam, Valentine, a Nosferatu, played by Alex, and Lenny, a Nosferatu, played by Andrew. The quarter will find themselves joined together by a sense of dread. If you'd like to contact us, you can follow us on Twitter at twin underscore cities underscore VTM or Facebook at Twin Cities by Night. We hope you enjoy. You are standing out. Uh, you are going to feed from one of your herd right now, William. You're driving your BMW <laughs> down the road. You are driving down the road right now in your bmw and i would take it like you're probably pretty intense at the moment you're driving or what like what like when you're making your way towards towards this herd member and we'll say you called her up you know she's like some you know she's not one of the older ones she's like in her 30s mm-hmm. you know what i mean and, and she, yeah. she is she knows like this 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 lady that you called would literally for the intense pleasure that you bring her she would literally end a date that she had it was in the middle of and make an excuse to like cut it off to find you wherever you needed to be. You know, she happens to be at home, you know, when you called her yeah. and, and she invited you to come over. How are you when you're driving there? Are you driving there like in a fit of like, like, you know, like intense, yeah, or- you know, blood's an addiction basically for vampires. So William's just, you know, it's stressed, probably tapping his foot or, you know, his, uh, and his hands sort of, um, being very focused, you know, just going, going for his goal. What, what, like seeing Carla do that, what, what's your impression right now while you're driving? Cause you weren't there with Katal when Katal was talking or yeah. anything like that. I mean, I don't know if you would be able to piece together cause you didn't see that much of her. You just kind of smelled yeah. the blood, but. Uh, uh, I just don't care at this point, really. Because she's a she's an object, right? You know what I mean. She's a possession, right? She's not like yeah, it's just whatever. Who cares what happened to her? And uh, yeah, and Williams also, you know, pretty fucking hungry right now, which is probably on his mind. Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. So you get to this duplex home that she lives in, and you and you pull up in your BMW in the driveway, and like literally, like. As soon as you turn off your engine and you get out and you you, cl- you close the door and you walk along the sidewalk, you already see the doors open, and she's standing there and she's just like in like like sweatpants and like this t-shirt. She doesn't even have like a bra on. She was not like at all getting ready to go anywhere. And when the door, you see, she just like opens the door and you see her looking at you like with lust in her eyes. You know what I mean? That would not normally fit the ensemble that she has at the moment, but at that point, yeah. she doesn't care because she's used to calls like this and having to you know what i mean like this is how it works between you and her and so she opens the door and she just kind of like grabs you by your shirt and just drags you in the bedroom yeah. and will fade to black and you'll get the like, two blood pool points or three or how many are you taking i think william would actually take three which means she'd feel very 
very yeah. drained the next day, like after a bad hangover or something. Yeah. Now, can I can I ask you something as a player? And I'm not not, not to like kind of I'm not trying to like push boundaries or whatever. But when you feed from these herds, do you just feed from them and kind of like wipe their memory, or do you like you know impersonate having sex with them so that they can think that's what's going on? Well, it's usually or the way I sort of understand it is you know when when you take blood from someone their memory sort of becomes kind of fuzzy on the details mm-hmm. so maybe he's gonna like like a heavy makeup session or something like that yeah, yeah, yeah something like that and that's how you know they feel like they, they probably ha- or they think they had sex but you know. it's a haze Especially like yeah, you you yeah. have three blood pool points taken from you, and you have you're like hit with waves of orgasmic pleasure. I'm sure the conclusion that these ladies probably feel at the time is that they have this rich guy who who looks at them as like you know, even though they're being treated like yeah. an object, they probably like I'm being treated by an object by this high class dude who drives a fucking Beamer. You know what I mean? Yeah. And who who comes wearing suits that are worth more than my more, my rent payment. You know what I mean? And so yeah, definitely. I I I just kind of like I feel like I kind of glossed over shit like that. You know what I mean? In the past, and I feel like now with like this arc, I, I really want to like dive into these character character intricacies in like what you know what i mean what makes william and and and, and stuff like that so so you get two blood pool points from her and at that point i'm her three excuse me and at that point you know she's like out you know what i mean she's asleep and you're like literally like getting dressed or whatever and you're tying your shoes and you kind of hear like you know like late night television going on Uh, no i say it's probably like nine and it's probably you know you hear like some local news on or some shit nothing like you know stands out but you just hear like the warm warm audio comfort of of a tv in the background and as you're walking out of the living room and you just you know you kind of close the door behind you and you get in your car and you start your car i just want to know is like what now that your beast has been quenched a little bit right and all this all this has gone on what does william feel like at this moment after he got what he needed from this object and now he feels like he's able to focus and like what is your plan you know In the short term, sort of, he's satisfied and, you know, he's less hungry right now. That's sort of the basic feeling. And, of course, now once, you know, his basic needs were met, suddenly dawns on him. What What's up with, you know, Jonathan and uh, uh, what does Katow know? What did he find out? I should probably ask him. So, yeah, I'll probably shoot him a message. You shoot a message to Catalic. What does it say? Uh, probably. Uh, does the ghoul know anything? Uh, as soon as I say that, text that it's like she's too emotional to say anything. She's re- she remembers what happened. Hmm. Well, I'm on my way to Chase's place right now. We can meet I'll up there. You there. I'll see you there. Yeah. I'll text back before I cut the Catal. What hearing that she's having her memories back and you obviously knowing about dominate, you know what I mean? That's kind of like your forte yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Well, to be fair, dominate can fail after a time. That is true, but it's also very like, or it's possible that Chase is just dead because you know we already have Ophelia's ashes and such. So we'll see. We'll see. All right. Are you sharing this theory with me, or are you just thinking about yourself? Well, yeah. I mean, we're going to meet up anyway. So so you're driving to Chase's house. Katow, cut to you. So you just sent him this message as she's like sitting there like on a bar stool next to you. You know what I mean? And you feel... Okay, let me ask you this. How does Katow feel around her like 
nakedness from the waist down at the moment, having her sit there like in front of you like that. Like at first, he didn't really notice, and then I was like, "Oh yeah, I have to." You can't go out in public. I thought uh, uh, he'll try to see. Can he find like her clothes around? Are there any? Are they at all in the area? You so you look around. You see them like behind the bar. You know what I mean? They're there with her panties and every and her shoes. You know what I'm saying? And socks and stuff like that. Mind you, she has like her forehead's just like a hot mess right now too. You know what I mean? I try like, to find like a you know, like some washcloth or whatever, like sort of like put, put yeah. make like a makeshift bandage on her. Like just keep pressure. I'm I'm can you get dressed? I'm taking you someplace safe. Okay. Yeah, and she she definitely she she like sits there and she's you know getting dressed, quivering, and, and, and like it's just like the, this wound is like you're starting to look at it and you see like you can you know how like when you skin your elbow, your knees, you can kind of see that weird layer of fat almost like it's like yellowish, you know what I mean, through the blood, you know what I'm saying? You can kind of see that on there, and and, and she's like you sit there and you get like this washcloth and you get it wet. And when you put it on there, you see it like it stings her for a second, you know, while you do it. And you're kind of realizing at this moment, like maybe she's coming out this fugue state that she was just in a little bit, you know, like she's just a hot mess, man. I hate to say it. Obviously she's a fucking hot mess at this moment. And maybe reality starting to snap in around her again. And you see her kind of like whimpering and everything while she holds this washcloth to her head after she's been dressed. All right, so just follow me to the, to this car. Right? We're we're going to. I'm going to take you someplace safe. Okay, there'll be people there who will be able to help you. We'll just need to just need to figure some stuff out. Just come along. You get her, uh, you know, into her, your Toyota Corolla, Corolla hoopty, and you see like she's slowly like as you start driving off, you're kind of looking at her the corner of your eye, and you just see kind of she like resting her head on the the windshield that's rolled up. You know what I mean? She has this washcloth in there. And for a second, you're like, is she fucking sleeping? And you kind of see just like rhythm, you know what I mean? Rhythm breathing, you know, as she, as she um is like oddly falling asleep. Maybe it's just the shock, you know what I mean? Of the wound that she has on her head or something to that extent. So you're, where are you driving? Are you taking her with you to Jonathan's house? Yes. You take off to Jonathan's house and slowly the, the roads of like the downtown and of where like the business area are slowly starts becoming neighborhoods. You slowly start making your way down this neighborhood. And for these don't remember, Jonathan had a nondescript house. He didn't live like in a upper middle class, you know, any neighborhood or anything like that. You know, not like something that was made like in the 2000 housing booms, you know what I mean? Cookie cutter homes. He probably lived in a home that was built like in the seventies. We described it before, you know, kind of like just a nondescript in its way. And as you roll up, you get there before William and you're sitting in the car with her and you don't see, you see Jonathan's Chrysler and his old Oldsmobile Chrysler that he had and the driveway that leads up to it. And then when, as you stop the car, you eventually see on the other side of the road coming the opposite direction, some headlights and it's, Williams BMW and William you see as you're rolling up you see like the Oldsmobile in the driveway and you see Catal's red Toyota Corolla that you, you can see that it's you know turned off sitting on the side there and you see two silhouettes you see what well, you can figure it to be Catal but you can't tell what the other silhouette is at the moment we'll cut to Valentine you get settled in that night everything gets moved in eventually you you know we'll say that the night ended right and where do you want to stay in this house let me ask you that the house will be set up like a single dad with his kid but in reality like we'll have a kid's bedroom set up but in reality i'm actually down in the cellar sleeping yeah i like that a lot yeah like it's also where i'll keep like weapons i've acquired computers all the kind of stuff i need for my other line of work gotcha you're kind of making it like yeah exactly like for lack of a better term 
your 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 kind of like headquarters. Batcave. Yeah. I was going to use that term. Yeah, exactly. You know, you get settled in, and he moves all your stuff down there, and you know that's where you're, that's where your haven's going to be at. So you wake up the next day, blow 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 point. Oh, both you and Lenny, can you guys roll me a one d ten by the way to let me know what your blood is at? Yeah, today I got a six, so I'm down to five now. All right, what what did you get, Lenny? Seven. Oh, okay, gotcha. So uh, you're down to five now. Okay, cool. Uh, so you um wake up. You're in the cellar. What do you do when you wake up? Uh, oh, good question. I'll get up, get dressed. I might put on. What's the weather like? Can I tell from? It's like spring. It's it's yeah. You can kind of like you you can maybe crack it open and you can tell it's it's not like rainy, but you can sense moisture in the air. You know what I mean? Like like it's gonna. It's one of those one of those weeks where like it just seems like precipitation just like and immediately mm. builds up to like a bursting point you know what i mean and you maybe can i'll dress slightly but i'll put a like a cheap plastic raincoat over like quite a drapey one with a big hood just in case i need to pull it up yeah now question you know we talked about this with lenny right you have your obfuscated form but for those who, mm-hmm. you who don't know obfuscate can be broken with aspects or cameras or something like that so a lot of nostradu even though they use obfuscate they'll like like Lenny has a hoodie that he throws, you know, he throws his hood over where like face, yeah. the deputy has like a bandana that he wraps around. You know what I mean? His face, you know what I mean? When he okay. walks around, like what, like what, like, is there a measure that you use for situations like that? Or uh, I'll, I'll go with the hood of the raincoat for now. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Some similar. So you were kind of like a, a jacket or a hoodie. Yeah. 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 Something like that. Now, do you wish to use obfuscate at this moment, like to to have this visage of a little boy? And I'm going to have you describe it to people when you do do it. But do you wish um, to use not just now? What I'm going to do okay. is go up and check okay. on um, check on Donald. Doing. So you come out the cellar. You know, you push it open. You turn around. You lock it. Well, well, there's some measure. You know, that it locks on the inside, and then there's like a padlock that you know what I mean. You can use on the outside. Mm-hmm. And then you go inside the house, you open the back door, like pull the screen door open, turn the knob, push it in. You walk into like this, this kitchen's really small. Like, 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 like literally like there's a pantry right on the right. When you walk in, that's like flush with the wall. You know what I mean? And then to yeah. the left, there's like this very little, like little, little, little dining table, like kitchen table. Not even, there's not a dining room in this house. There's a little kitchen table where like two people can sit. And it's like, it's like this lime green. It has like this upholstery almost like, you know what I mean? That weird plastic upholstery that's kind uh, of on the tables of those, you know? Yeah, yeah. And and then the wall has like this, this, or excuse me, the kitchen has like a, this yellow fridge and like this yellow stove and doesn't even have a dishwasher. You know what I mean? It just has a sink, you know what I mean? With one of those dry things where you put the plates in and everything like that. And the cupboards are painted white, but the, 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 the paint is like peeling off and everything. And then you see like where along underneath the cupboards, there's like this wallpaper that was put on there that was like white background, it had like flowers, you know what I mean, vines, mm-hmm. but that's like slowly like bubbling, you know what I mean, and peeling off. Like 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 this house hasn't been taken care of, so like the humidity and all this stuff has gone underneath it and made it to where like it's bubbling and stuff like that. You Valentine walk in and you see that on the left, right? And you see that there's fluorescent, like it has like a hanging light bulb with those one of those like glass. What's that glass that they make church? windows out of stained glass stained glass you know you remember those old stained glass light shades that they had back oh, then yeah. it has one of, orange and brown yeah 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 <laughs> it has one of those like hanging down from you know over it and it's on and, and you walk in and you don't hear anything at first in the house right and so you walk past that and you walk into this little like living room where there's like 
this old couch that he had that had been in the back of that u-haul you know and you see like this shag like orangish carpet and there's like this shitty tv that's sitting on a milk crate that he put in there and there's like this kind of picture window that you can see the front of the street and you can see the pickup truck there still but you don't see the u-haul so you must have returned the u-haul when you're asleep and then you you go around into that living room to where the you know the two bedrooms are at and you see like the master bedroom is open and there's just this like mattress on the floor and there's just and there's this mirror like 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 a mirror that that is about as tall as a person is and about three feet wide. And it's the kind that you can take and like put on a nail on the wall and just kind of, you know what I mean? Look at it or whatever. And you see, as you look through the door, you see the figure of Donald and he's like naked and he's just staring at himself in this mirror. And there's a second when you see this and he's just like, and you can see like the fact that your blood being introduced has had on him. Mm-hmm. And you see, like he has like this bad chest acne, like like horribly bad. You know what I mean? That kind of like goes down his chest, and you see, like originally it used to just be on like his pectorials under his chest hair, and you see, like slowly as like made his way down to his sternum. You know what I mean? Like it's replacing the shape of his chest hair, and and you see that it's like on his shoulders a little bit, and you see like he's sitting there and he's just like looking at himself in the mirror, and he's not like he's flaccid, he's not like sexually aroused at all, but he's just like touching this this acne for a second you see like he's looking at himself in the mirror and he has this look of disgust and anger like 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 venom like did you you know that donald when he is even around you or others he puts on this total public facade right you've seen him talk to people you've seen him be like hey i'm donald how's it going this is my son and then you've seen him like driving where he's just like looks at you and he's he's like mechanical analytical in a way and then you've mm-hmm. seen him rarely like this where like that rage that that that's inside of him that 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 cancerous boil of monster of who he is is just out on his face right now and he's like looking at like looking at himself in the mirror fucking like in rage and you can only imagine you've never seen him take a life but there's a second where you're looking at him you're like this is probably what he looked like when he killed someone when he when he was going around killing people picking up hitchhikers and doing the stuff that he did to them and there's a moment where you're looking at him and then he stops and you see like like quickly that look drops from his face and he turns and he looks at you and you see there's this uncomfortable moment where he you guys have eye contact and then he goes to like his neatly 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 folded pile of clothes that he undressed himself in that was right next to the mirror and he like reaches for his tidy whiteies and he starts putting them on and he doesn't have any modesty in front of you he's just like doing you know what i mean and he puts on his pants and then he puts on his button up like long sleeve shirt like j- denim total dad life shirt you know what i mean that he's like buttoning up and tucking in his white like asic shoes you know what i'm saying like walmart shoes that he has as he's sitting on this mattress and he when he's done he stands up and he looks down at you and he's like are you ready to go? To meet Elijah, I presume you mean. What were you doing in front of the mirror just then? You see for a second, like, he, he looks at you, and you see, like, a quick ang, like, his eyebrows, like, raise up for a second, and then they come down. He's like, those bitches, if they saw me like this, they would say the stuff they used to say to me all the time. I don't understand why you do this to me. You did it to yourself, Donald. Just a reflection of what you are inside coming to the fore. Why? Why don't you let me go do what I want to do? You do things that are in your nature. I do it to willing participants. You've met them. They sought me out when they saw my photos there. 
I am a god. You're not Damn. a god. And you see, like, when you say that, you see his lip, like, just curls up a little bit. You know what I mean? If you're a god, what does that make me? You see him breathe for a second. He's like, I think we should go. First, kneel down. And you see, like, he clenches his jaw for a second. You see, like, his his bald spot. You see, like, there's this vein that climbs. You know what I mean? Like, like pulsates a little bit. And you see, like... You see him get down, like on his knees, and he like, like just, and you see, he like looks down at at your at your feet, at your shoes. You know, you see like his thick mustache is covering like his upper lip for a second as he's just dark, emotionless eyes are are looking down. Right, I'm gonna reach down and slice my foot open with my thumbnail. I'm like, drink. And you see for a second, like he's trying to resist the urge, and then you see before you know, he just grabs your ankles and he's just like covers his mouth and he's like trying to like pull as much blood as he can from your foot your your head a bit i'll kick him away and you kick him and 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 real quick you have potents right or am i wrong or don't you have potents i don't have potents oh you don't have potents okay well you kick him still and like when you kick him he just like his face goes back and you just see like this moment where he's like his, his, his like a cow dog you know his eyes roll back in his head for a second and he's like Come going back and he's trying to like grab your foot but knows he shouldn't grab your foot and then and then he just like goes and puts his forehead back down at your feet and you just see like his chest or his back like heaving like he's like crying but like sobbing you know what i mean and you just hear like this yeah. whimpering coming from this man who not like but 30 seconds ago literally was calling himself a god and and now he's cowering and he's crying before you at this moment I'll reach down and hold my hand out to help him out. And you, there's like 10 seconds, and then you just finally see like his hand reaches out. You know what I mean? And he grasps onto it, and and he like Pull gets up. Up and he like pulls up, and he's like, look, and he's looking down at you. And you see, there's a second where there's like a, a reverence that he's giving you now. Like I said, this man just called himself a god. Now he's looking down, like literally. Look, how many people are gonna look down on someone and be like in all of them? And you see, there's a second where like. Like, like he, his mouth is slack, and he's just looking at you, like, inspired in a way. Uh, it's time to go. I want you to stay in the truck when we get there. You see for a second, like, he's trying to formulate words, and then he's like, and then his mouth slams shut, and his stone-cold demeanor comes back, and he's like, okay. And he, like, walks past you, and he goes towards the front door of the house, pulling out the keys out of his jean pockets, and uh, clips his Hello. cell phone. Whew, that was fucking intense. All right, so let's go back to Tao and William. So William, you're driving down the road and you see you're you're driving your beamer down this road, William, and you see yeah. John's Oldsmobile is pulled in the driveway. It's off, but you also see Katow's Corolla, and you see as your headlights wash over that Corolla, you can see the figure of Katow, but you see a figure slump asleep, and you assume that it is the figure of Carla. I'm just going to say scene, scenes on you guys. Like, I assume, Are you going to leave her in there while she sleeps, Katow, or what are you going to do? Yeah, I think I'm going to leave her in the car just for the moment, just so I can talk to uh, William and find out what's going on in Chase's house. I, 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 like, picture this scene, like, literally, like, this is such a fucking vampire scene, right? Like, you're getting out of your car, and, like, William pulls his car along the side, and you both get out, and you're having this conversation in the middle of the night, in the middle of this quiet street with this, like street lamp that is on you know what i mean it's kind of giving light right now as you guys are sitting in front of the by the way the house is not like lit up there's no lights in the house at the moment totally picturing like the like the scene like where you two are just in the middle of the street talking right now go ahead you brought the ghoul 
Yes. I couldn't just leave her there, because if she's left behind, then she, she might draw attention, and then then police get involved, and then authorities, and then we just, right now, the best thing to do with her is just make sure that she doesn't trouble. Unfortunately, if if Chase's dominate is wearing off, that means, or it's likely that something actually happened to him. Like what happened with Ophelia? Likely. <sighs> so to be fair, Dominate does sometimes wear off after a certain time, but uh, it would be too much of a coincidence currently, I believe. Shit. All right. So let's find out what's going on there, and then yes. if, it, the if they're both thin bloods, then... should be at the. Uh, oh yes. So perhaps they'll open us open the door to for us and we don't have to bash it open like last time. Alright. So yeah, uh, we probably ring the doorbell. You guys walk up and as you walk up, you know, you kind of come like the sidewalk comes from the street and then you got to kind of like make a little left, you know what I mean? That's where the door is. The door doesn't like, you know, face the street or whatever. And you walk up the sidewalk and you turn in. As you go to put your finger on the doorbell, you notice that the door is like cracked open a little bit. Like it's not closed all the way. That like it, it, it's open, just like 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 a half an inch. You know what I mean? For fuck's sake! Do you have? Do you still have the gun you got with you? Or I gave it to my ghoul. <sighs> I th- I still got mine. I I I pull out the gun. Just like okay, if he's if they're all dead in there, we make we we make it for the uh, the sheriff. Well, mm. <sighs> let's go. Who's going in first? I'll go. It's dark in there. Yeah, I to... uh, yeah, I got and I got night vision too. Yeah, so you are you activating uh yes, uh the first feral... level of uh yeah. Yeah, I forgot what it's called. Yeah. I don't think there's anything you have to do either, right? Yeah, like you just... there's no rolling okay. or anything. Just activate it. Okay. So again, very sense of deja vu, William, because you were in a situation like this with Katow last winter when you were at that at the house of the alleged prince's mother and daughter during with the with the weird cult get together that they had and you see oh, like yeah. yeah and you see Katal like turn and look at you for a second you see his eyes are just like like fairly red all of them completely you can't you know and and you yeah. you can't like even make out his irises dude you know what i mean yeah. you can kind of see some cataracts before yeah 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 definitely and so he turns around and Katal you turn around you go through and you walk into the what is like the entryway and you know towards the end when you because you actually were here for the first time last week you notice that like jonathan wasn't as 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 clean and meticulous with the upkeep of his house as you picture he would be you know that there was like rotting food and dishes that were kind of like piling up in the in the in the in the kitchen which is past the living room but you look in the living room and it's just completely trashed you see, like, like furniture is turned over, TV is broke, bookshelf knocked over. You, you see, like, stuff in the kitchen was just all strewn about, and you are like, "What the fuck?" And and you, you, that's what you see straight ahead. And then when you look to the left, you see like a hallway, and you see like there's like a. If you were to go straight to the hallway, there's a right turn, but you see that there's a door on that first segment of the hallway on the right that you could go to. Does that make sense? You know what I mean? So there's like a a hallway there, a hall. And then it turns, or you can go to the kitchen because you know in the kitchen is the entrance to the bomb shelter that he had the that you stayed in. Matter of fact, with the thin blood one time, you know that's in the kitchen. 
or the entrance is in the kitchen. Does it make sense? Yeah. Right. I'll call. I'll call out. Is anyone there? And, and you don't hear anything. <sighs> do you want to both both go down? I know he's got a basement down. Do you want to both go down there, or do you want to stick together, or do you want to check out the other rooms? I go down there. I'll check the rooms. You can go downstairs. All right. All right. So we'll go with we'll go with you first, Katel. So you walk across the living room and you find a light switch, by the way. You know, we'll oh. say you find a light switch and you know what I mean? You could pop it on if you want to, you know, right. like it illuminates the hallway in the living room. And you are walking through like around this, this, this just mess that's in like this, this calamity that's in the living room. And you go through the kitchen and, and you see like fruit flies and you see like flies that are going around the kitchen, which disgusted you when you first saw it, you know, well, last week, which seems like a, ages ago and you get into the kitchen you go and you see that the door that leads to the basement and you know how it works with this bomb shelter was that he, you'd go down the basement and you know there's some stuff in the basement then the bomb shelter was actually like you know what i mean in the basement so you open the door and you and, and you go down there and as you're walking down you see like the normal stuff you saw like some just like racks that held like whatever random supplies that have no importance in there. And there's about like a 20 feet by 20 feet circumference of that. But then you see the door to the bomb shelter. And the thing about the, 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 the bomb shelter is, is that you see that it, it is also kind of like cracked open. Like it was opened from within. Cause you know, that it can open from within also, you know what I mean? But it was just kind of left that way. And you kind of open the bomb shelter door and you look in and the bomb shelter door, when you go in there, that's where it's like 30 feet by 30 feet, you know? And you know, there is these freezers, that you saw there are these these containers that had like deadbolt locks, thick deadbolt locks on there, you know, that you'd never really like pictured in there. And then there's like the area where you slept at where there's some mattresses and you see that is empty. And you're just kind of looking in this area. It's kind of cold and metallic because it's all like cement on the floor and then the, the thick metal doors that were to the entrance and then these freezer containers that are like pretty tall that went from the floor to the ceiling that are along the wall there. <sighs> I got like, uh, are they like locked or? The yeah, the, free, the freezer containers are locked. Yeah. I like sort of knock at them. Like, so anyone in there? Yeah, Shit. you don't hear anything. Do I look around? Do I see like any ash piles or anywhere like that? Or no, no ash piles, nothing like that. Just these locked freezer containers. I try to see. I'll probably just I'll consider shooting them open, but it's like no, don't. I'll just leave him alone for a while. Just go back up and. I mean, you could bl- you could pu- pump blood if you want to. Also, no, right? I don't. I don't have enough. I have three yeah, left. You have, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like no, 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 no. Yeah, I'm not no. that curious. Carla's gonna survive in the night, and maybe part of you's afraid. What's in there? You know what I mean? Like you've heard Jonathan make joke. You know what I mean? Make these like comments before and shit like that. And you know, it's that eerie feeling of a man who might be a little detached from reality makes jokes like that. Then you're kind of confronted, like mm, maybe those jokes are really real you know what i mean uh-huh. and you you look at these ominous like meat freezers that are sitting there and you're like yeah i think i'll turn around and walk out i don't need to see what's in there you know so you uh walk out william you are walking down the hallway and you open the first door on the right and it's this office and you see like a computer in there and you see on the wall you look and you see the the articulate schematics of a man who was probably barely holding on to his sanity, who was who, oh, who who was filled with uh with the drive. But the thing is, that's even worse. Is you're looking at what you see on the wall there, and you understand what he was trying to do. 
and you see what it is is you see that there is pictures and names of very different individuals on like these index cards that used to be used in the Dewey Decimal Systems and libraries. And you see names written on there. You see like Roman Dunstern and you see uh, other names like Analytical Medical Solutions or, or Dunstern Economic Consultants or Brentwood Industries or Colburn Trust Companies, New Horizon Capital Management. And you see like, or Lady in Red, you see in big, you see this big like, like eight by 11 letterhead, you know, piece of paper and just a red marker like slash across their lady in red and you see it at the center and you see like all these strings are going and you see like these different names of people that you can you know you see like max cleveland and you see like all this crazy little you see on there and you're like holy shit this is like every single fucking person that we've you know what i mean talked to or came across and you realize that Jonathan was in the process of like trying to find a way that these could all interconnect to like some random thing that Ophelia said in passing. And there's a moment while you're standing there alone, looking up at it, and you and you're focusing on that lady in red. And the very, 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 very back consciousness of your mind, being alone there, you hear the wave crash as you look at that name. And you feel this eeriness come up in you like the very first time that you heard it. Tata, Katal, Katal, you're walking back through the the living room and the kitchen, and you're going. I take you're going to the hallway to look for William, and you just yeah. see William staring at the scene that I described to you, and you feel the same way. At first, it's like this is the ramblings of a madman, and then you're like, "Fuck!" And I kind of understand it as you're looking on there. Scenes on you guys. Well, he was. He suddenly cut himself busy. Hmm. I'm gonna have to clean this whole place up, remove any sort of indication that it was kindred. Yeah, he, he has got something in the freeze, locked freezers downstairs. I didn't. I don't know what's in them. Probably knowing him, probably something bad. But yeah. Oh man. So so that's him and the thin bloods. They're all gone. What? I didn't see any evidence that they were dead. I didn't find any ash anywhere. They're they're just gone. Uh, William will snap a picture of the wall. Then he'll start taking it down. Okay, nice. Now, do you take it down like you know, like just ripping it down, or are you taking it down like intricate, well, like you know what I mean, and like kind yeah, of like preserving it down? Probably burn it afterwards, or shred it, uh. or something. Uh, Jonathan probably has a shredder or something. Yeah, like let's say he has a shredder in there, definitely. What's going on? I would like to know though, what's going on in each of your each of your mind at the moment while you know, like you see this scene and it's just kind of like, I mean, because you got, I mean, you know, to us as players, we haven't played this game in what a year, but you got to think as the characters, man, like like just what happened the night before, then seeing this shit and coming across it, like when you see the schematic, like this, the, the, this, this layout on his wall, does it bring out any feelings in any of you two? Yeah. It's like, you know, Jonathan was always very obsessed with sort of, I don't know, intelligence gathering or let's say the mission. So this sort of confirms that. And, uh, I, I uh, William was hoping that this whole you know, that weird shit would finally stop happening, at least for a while. Now, you know, a bunch of kindred disappear, which is obviously not what he expected. Now he has to deal with more shit and more cleaning it up, you know. Juno's is going to have to be cleaned up. This place is going to have to be cleaned up. And once again, you know, it's just another, another task 
almost. Anything that you like to add, uh, Katow? Or? Yeah, because for him, he's definitely he, he wasn't he wasn't part of the dealings with the Malkavians just the other night, and so he's just like, are they involved in this? Did, did they do what? What? He's just he's caught off guard. Like, is it Rums Dunster? Did he do this? Did, did they do this? Are they working together? Like, he's just caught off guard, but just all this happening all at once. So he's definitely like, okay, we have to, we have to change, we have to survive this night, then. We can see about making it so this can't just happen. We can't just disappear like this. And as you, uh, you know, as William starts to like take the stuff down and shred it, you, you're kind of like I would. I could think of you like maybe just wandering into the living room, or you know, what I mean, checking on Carl as this is going on, processing everything. Your phone rings. Your cell phone starts chirping. Does it say who? It's a number you don't recognize. All right. Hello. Is this Catal? And you, and you kind of you recognize the voice as Carlos. Oh. You're alive. Where are you? Listen, man, don't take any offense to this shit, but I, I, I'm not going to tell any of you where the fuck me and Cynthia are at. We woke up this evening and fucking popped open that goddamn crazy dude's fucking bomb cellar and everything was fucking turned over, trashed about. He wasn't there and I got to protect. I got to protect her and I got to protect the kid. And I and I, I, you guys are too much of a fucking risk, man. Trouble follows you guys wherever the fuck you go. Don't don't take this the wrong way, man. You seem like a cool fucking person. And I owe you my fucking unlife, and I get that. I just I don't. We're okay. I just wanted to let you know. I thought you deserved to know that. But we're we're, we're I'm hiding, and and I'm gonna whatever this shit is is gonna pass over. It's gonna pass over. But I have more than myself to think about, man. Look, I understand why you're trying to hide, but. You can't hide forever. You, we, we need to. The best way to protect yourself, quite if you want to be perfectly honest, is to go up to the Elysium and just basically announce yourself. You gotta, you gotta what, come to that, public. To that lady who fucking wants me dead. She's dead. Like, to, what? How? How she die? It's complicated. I don't even know the whole story myself. I. You'd have to talk to William about that. He, he he was the only one there left that was there. I need I need to process this shit, man. Listen, I, I, I'll call you tomorrow or in a couple days, okay? Right. I'm hiding for now. I'm scared shitless, man. This is all too much to fucking handle. You're telling me. I don't know what happened to that dude, but 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 he does not strike. J- Jonathan did not strike me. Does not strike me as the type to let shit like that happen to something he owns. And what worries me is. Whatever the fuck it is that caused that got past a man like that. But I got to go, man. Tell everyone I said hi. Tell Ophelia she's not answering her phone, but tell her thank you for everything that she's done. And and I'll, I'll talk to you later. All right, brother? All right. And he, like, hangs up. Damn, poor Katow, man. Way of the world is on his fucking shoulders, dude. <laughs> <laughs> we will cut to the next day. I, I don't know if you blew a blow pool point yet, Lenny, or not. What is going on in Lenny's mind that next night, knowing that, you know, in about an hour, he's going to have this delegation of sorts be there? Like, what what's going on in your mind? I mean, I guess what I'm trying to articulate is when you rise to the surface this time, is it with more of an eagerness than normal? Or what? What? what uh, was it with apprehension? Or what, what's going on in that head of yours? It's not apprehension, um, but he's not eager either. It's more like a, a caution. Does Lenny think he's ready for this? I don't know. Hmm. 
That's good. That's good. Because uh, that, I think that shows Lenny's humbleness. I think if Lenny would have been like, fuck, yeah, I was born for this. I, I think it's that the, the cautiousness and not knowing and everything shows the true character change of the guy who ran out into the fucking parking lot to get in a fist fight and got shot. Yeah. Like literally that man died that night. And and then yeah. reborn from the ashes was 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 something different, which which is which is fucking awesome. So for the hour until everyone gets there, is there anything that Lenny wants to do or you tell me? Um the one thing he would do is he would send a text message to uh Coach Olson. Mm-hmm. And oh, it yeah. would say <laughs> it would say, um, I'm starving. You get a two-letter response, okay, and then he, later, you know, yeah, later tonight? Question mark. You and you wait for thirty seconds, and you hear yes. See you then. And then you hear another two-letter response, okay. And the reason why, like, I'm like having these very short responses is because, and we're gonna delve into this next session. You better believe it. This is a guy who is a fifty-year-old fucking hockey coach, so he's probably like one, two, three, n. Or you know what I mean? Like how they used to have to do yeah. letters back then. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm he's saying? The, so like, uh, yeah, he doesn't have like the the. He's got a normal like keypad. Yeah, he's got yeah. He's not tech savvy at all. You know what I'm saying? So like to him, like communicating over text is like a tedious thing, and he's scared shitless. So he did it quick. So you have him scared. You know what I mean? Where he's probably like one, two, three, four. Oh shit! I didn't want to. And I want to. Oh, one, two, three. Or like trying to get it, you know, squared away. Well, to use something simple, probably to this piece of shit guy. He's you know what I mean? Probably over there panicking. Let me cut back to William real quick. William, you're in the process of shredding this, and you hear your phone rings. Yes. Hey, boss, boss, boss. And you, as you hear, like, this loud voice coming over, you hear, like, this lady lady just screaming and crying, and you hear, like, boys yes, crying in the David. background. That fucking bitch, you want to fucking listen to me. You come here, you fucking bitch. And you hear, like, in the background, you hear, like, a smacking sound and, like, a fucking bawling out. He's like, I told you not to fucking get in my fucking business, you cunt. And he's all, like, you hear this screaming, and you hear kids, little boys crying in the background. David, you shut, shut the, the fuck, fuck up. David, shut the fuck up. And you just what hear, is happening? She's gonna call the cops on me, that fucking cunt. She had to open her fucking mouth. That fucking bitch, I tell you what, I'm gonna fucking kill her. I'm gonna fucking kill her. You gotta help me, man. You gotta fucking help me. I don't know what to fucking do right Stay now. Stay calm, David, and meet me. And I'll, I'll give him some address, probably like she's near some fast food place she's, or whatever. She's locked in the fucking bathroom right now. She won't let me see my fucking kid. You have kid. to leave. You have to leave, David. I'll help you, but you ha- you have to, you know. And you just, as you hear his like breathing, like he's on the young, you can still I'll hear him like, Daddy, no, Daddy, no. No, no, no. Not like he's doing anything right now, but you know what I mean? Like, and you hear like screaming, like muffled through a fucking door. And you, you, as you're saying this, you just hear like, <sighs> and then you hear like a door open and you hear a door close and you hear like breathing more and you hear like a, another door open. You're ding, 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 ding. I look like a, you know, the car door being open. You're closing. You're, <sighs> where do you, where do you want me to go? Where do you want me to go? Yeah. Uh, I'll give him an address to some secluded place, probably like a warehouse parking lot or something like that, actually. 
I, I really think I fucked up, man. I really think I fucked up. I really think I did this time. I really think she's going to fucking leave me this time. You got to tell her to not to leave me, man. You got to tell her. You, you got to tell her. You got to tell her. You got to. Hello, folks. Have you ever wished you could have an easy way to find gameplay videos and podcasts or just media in general that deals with your favorite White Wolf role-playing games? Or have you ever wished you could find a forum to share gameplay that you have recorded? One which wouldn't be drowned out by random posts and discussion so that your media could get the attention you want? Well, we have the answer for you in a Facebook group we run called Weight Wolf RPGs Gameplay and Media. The group is specifically ran with the sole intent of it being a one-stop shop for people to view or share media involving the games we all love. We take thorough steps to ensure the page does not become cluttered and is easy to traverse. We are currently over 1,000 members strong, and we are continuing to rapidly grow with new media being shared every day. Stop on by. We hope to see you there. High Level Games the industry's first choice in taking your games to the next level. We are a podcast blog and new media network at highlevelgames.ca. We have blog posts about all of your favorite games going up five days a week and a podcasting network with actual plays and shows that discuss role-playing games with more rolling out all the time. We are on iTunes, Twitch, and YouTube. Find out more information at highlevelgames.ca, a site that certainly isn't controlled by a shadowy board of directors of otherworldly origin at highlevelgames.ca Please, help. They're coming. <laughs> the Los Angeles metropolitan area is constantly growing and changing. The Central District is full of new buildings. The Hollywood and Wilshire Districts, once far from downtown, now are part of a which spreads past Beverly Hills and out to the ocean. Why is all this going on in Los Angeles? Why is Los Angeles an exploding city? Neon Masquerade. The Demon's Mirror. Thirteen Candles. Three Chronicles running through the undead veins of the City of Angels. The Esoteric Order of Roleplayers Actual Play Podcast invites you to drink deeply. Go to eorpodcast.com 
and search the duets tag to find out more.